Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. Do you ever find yourself overeating or grabbing snacks to munch on when you're not even hungry? In this episode, I'm going to share with you three common triggers that can spiral you into overeating. And knowing these can help you take control and be proactive so they don't sabotage your goals. Stay tuned. Hey, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. I don't know. This topic triggers. What are they? I mean, they're, they're, these are things that I have to say, there are things that I really never considered when I was starting on my let's get healthy, let's start eating right, let's start exercising journey. Um, to tell you the truth, I just started doing this the exercising stuff and I kind of put the, I kind of put the eating stuff away. I, I, you know, I, I didn't really focus on is what I'm, what I'm saying. I mainly just kind of ate middle of the road. It wasn't, wasn't good for me. wasn't bad for me. And so I really didn't focus on that. But as I was really working hard to exercise, I want, I was kind of frustrated that the results weren't coming as fast as possible. And I started thinking, gosh, is, does eating really matter? So, as I'm going through and deciding to redefine what my my healthy eating would look like and, and be like, I found myself finding little habits and little behaviors and little things that would happen. And I'd be like, why do I do that? And basically, I'm learning about triggers. And that's what I want to share with you. You may already know about them, but they're those, those things, those events that happen where Something happened and kind of cues you into into doing some sort of behavior, you know, whether you know the cue is there or not. I think I, it, in this time I'm gonna I'm gonna help you identify at least three of them, um, and, and where we this is where we find ourselves all of a sudden with a handful of chips or a handful of cookies or ice cream or or hitting the vending machine at work. Uh, I, I, that just trips me back to when I was a teacher and I would be working late at night before I uh, had another event to go to. And I couldn't wait to get down to that vending machine and I would buy three packets of those little Debbie Swiss roll uh, things and I would eat them all. I have no idea why. And I feel terrible afterwards. But I, there was something in that little moment that I was like, oh, it's Thursday night. I'm working late. Oh, the little Debbie machine's there. Okay. So let's talk about some triggers and things that, that you may be facing. You don't need to hear all of my stories. Uh, but one of them's eating at night. I, I know that's a big one for a lot of us, uh, during the evening while watching TV, that can be a big trigger. Now, depending on what, what it is that you do, um, a lot of times for people that is a typical activity and this eating at night that just sitting down to watch TV and then a few commercials happen to whatever happens that, uh, during the show or in between shows and you're up and in the kitchen grabbing something but you just eaten like a half hour ago and you're not really even hungry, but that's just the thing that you do. Uh, it's, it's almost become a habit. So if, you know, a lot of times it's, you're, you're thinking, gosh, I worked hard all day. It just feels nice to sit down, relax, have my, my own quiet time, enjoy my own show, have my evening. And as a reward, just to, just to enjoy myself with just it's just part of my little evening ritual. I, I I love it so much, and you know and but a lot of times it turns into this emotional eating and it becomes a part of that evening ritual. It's where it isn't 
hey, I'm just sitting down and just enjoying a couple little potato chips because I really enjoy this as my special moment. It's the whole bag. There, there's things that that happen that cause you know keep you overeating, or you're so into the show that you ate so many things mindlessly that you didn't realize you ate them, and you're like you're looking for something more. And so just identifying that and realizing that's part of the ritual that you've built, now that gives you the power to change it. And of course, when you go to make a change, your body's going to be resistant. Your brain's going to be resistant. You know, your body's going to go, hey, we work so hard on this ritual. Come on, just a little bit more. Let's go back to that. It's been come, It's become second nature. Why do you want to change? But the thing is, a lot for a lot of us we're we're feeling guilty we feel horrible that you know when we wake up in the morning and why did we why did i binge eat on those chips or why did i you know eat that whole tub of ice cream when i was just going to make a little tiny taster dish okay so perhaps try this mantra this is the one i learned from uh, alana molstein in one of her programs i use an empowering motto dinner and done if you find yourself after dinner wanting something to munch on just because you feel exhausted through the day and you need something, some of that emotional comfort food, then that may be the mantra you need because it puts you more in control. Just consider the kitchen's closed for the night. You can't go in there. It's closed. There's nothing there. Close the doors. Not leave it behind. Now, you might be thinking, you know, I, oh, I deserve this. I deserve the. I want to treat myself. This is me time. Breaking free of the triggers for that late night eating that can lead to overeating things that it's, it can be really tra- challenging, but it's really, really important. So it's, it's important to overcome and breaking free of those triggers so you can reach the goals that you're wanting to do. So dinner and done, create a simple policy for yourself, dinner and done. The kitchen is closed and then do something to, Empower yourself to go to bed a little bit earlier so you so you can get yourself seven to eight hours of sleep. Have, create a little wind-down ritual instead. Maybe maybe it's um, just having a little bit of uh, a little bit of herbal tea and an uplifting book or magazine or, or perhaps a meditation. Now I know it's gonna take a bit to get that ritual done, but you can you can create a contract with yourself to do something for a period of time. And just what I used to do, I used to take little 30-day chunks. And I would say, if I do this behavior for the next 30 days, will it make a difference? My hunch is if you break away from if if, late-night eating is is your trigger and you replace it with dinner and done, kitchen is closed, and I've got this little other ritual I'm starting. It's my my nighttime wind-down ritual, which has an uplifting good mindset book and an herbal tea, and that's my new ritual, and you do that for the next 30 days, I, I guarantee it's, it, it, there's going to be a shift there. <laughs> um, but if it doesn't, well, then, then you've got, you've just, it's just 30 days, right? So that, that's one. Um, bonus points, and, and here's some extra credit for that one. If you start putting yourself first, you know, I talked about getting seven, seven to eight hours of sleep. So if you start putting yourself first at the beginning of the day, getting up maybe just a little sliver, like even 10 minutes earlier, and just starting the day with some gratitude, some sort of body movement, maybe some stretches or whatever, some visual, visual visualization. Boy, that was a good to try and say. Visualization and affirmations, that will power up your day. 
So if you're really striving to put yourself first and you're saying, this is me time, restructure that me time to make it empowering and not something filled with regret. Second one to talk about here is stress eating and overeating. That's a big one. It's it's so common. Uh, I'm sure you do it. I know I do it. Um, I'm guessing most people don't consider themselves an emotional eater, but we actually all are. We all feel and have a lot of emotions, and food provides comfort, whether we're happy, mad, stressed, lonely, angry. You know, I think about our family gatherings. Everything's always, always centered around where we're going to eat and what we're going to do with the eating. Emotional eating, that's... That's where the food, oh, it helps us with the feelings that we're having. And it can be a big cause that leads into overeating and weight gain. So if you're finding those triggers, you know, happen often, you most likely want to just, you want to check in with yourself before you eat and identify how you're feeling. Now, I know this takes some practice and discipline, but you got to be aware of your patterns. When do you find yourself overeating? Stressed? Bored, comfort, sad, worried. And when I say those, because I know food provides comfort and those those type of things, you don't have to define yourself by that. You don't have to say, oh, when I'm stressed, I always overeat. You know, that's something you're telling your brain to do. And of course, your body's going to follow you. Your, your subconscious knows no different, whether you're telling it a true story or a false story. You don't have to tell yourself that story. It's just mainly identifying what you're your uh, behaviors have been and then to create a better strategy when those things happen. And I was reading, a, um, I'm currently reading a book by Alana Molstein, uh, this podcast driven by, by, by her stuff. Um, her book's called You Can Drop It. And she recommends when you're, when you're feeling stressed, worried, overwhelmed, you find yourself overeating to get productive, not destructive. I love, I always love her catchphrases, but instead of stress eating, she, she recommended Writing a blog post, reading a book, watching a funny video, going for a walk with your dog, going to take a shower or a bath, or just doing something creative. That way, you're occupying your mind in a totally different way. Your actions, your body, it's moving and your mindset's different, and food's moved removed from the equation. Okay? Do something that reduces the stress. It's simple. And it's effective, okay? Uh, the, the key is to taking control to just create better strategies. Next one that I know a lot of people uh, deal with is snacking at work. Um, I, I don't know if you find yourself snacking or grazing at work or perhaps you find yourself heading to the break room often to see who brought in donuts, you know, who, who brought in a treat today or scanning the vending machine because, you know, the little Debbies are, are calling at you, uh, you know, uh, or it's just any of those things. You got to create a, a new mindset. Make something simple like I'm only going to eat homemade food that I brought that I brought in myself and it's truly a treat or a snack. It's only my own stuff um, or maybe it's stuff I bought that I'm going to have on on hand and it's healthy stuff. Okay, you want to empower yourself. Um, so for for me, uh, in my desk, I, I started bringing my own things, and um, gosh, I, I I think I brought in like little mini bags of raw almonds and some dried fruit, or I used to keep a little uh, bullet blender in my in my office, and I would I would make a little you know smoothie. Now I I know that um, you want to empower yourself. Uh, 
as you're going through these things by not skipping meals because when you're inconsistent with your meal pattern, that triggers overeating. Uh, you want to make sure you're eating well-balanced diet throughout the day. Uh, keep all your macronutrients sort of thing uh, together at each meal because that keeps you fuller and keeps your energy level good. And you want to avoid a restrictive diet if possible. You know, So I know sometimes people are on them for certain reasons. But what, what ends up happening sometimes with those restrictive diets is people end up missing essential nutrients and then they're looking they're craving it for instance there was a time when i was i was going through and i was really limiting the amount of carbs that i was having oh my gosh my and i was trying to do these extreme workouts that just was not clicking my body needed the energy and it was not finding finding that at all when i started having the carbs i had workouts that were off the charts i still burned through them but i just had this mindset that carbs were bad I don't know if you've ever gone through that sort of thing or remember when when carbs were supposed to be a bad thing. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, we all go through our experiences, right? But my friend Judy, she's got a great little um, little mindset mantra that she says. Uh, when when you're starting to crave something, and uh, she's, she uses the mantra of delay, not deprive. So if you want chips, you want cookies, you you, you want that special treat, go ahead and have them. But be mindful of your eating habits. Make it a choice to have them. And she said, you know, if you if you really want them, just kind of delay it and say, okay, I'll, I'll have that a little later this afternoon, or maybe I'll have that as 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 my thing tomorrow. When you delay it, um, you, you've given your permission to still have it, but you've delayed it, and sometimes you just like, oh, that craving passed. You know, I, I'm really not craving that like I thought I was. Uh, a lot of times what I do when I find that I'm having these craving sort of things, I test it out to say, okay, well, let's see if you could pass the water test. And I'll go chug a big glass of water and just delay it for about 10, 15 minutes to see, am I still craving that? Most of the time, it was just my, my, my mind was messing with me. And I was all hungry and now I hydrated myself. So here's a few other tips. I just talked about water, but water first. Uh, is a great mantra to have before you go to eat anything, um, even a snack. Have like a 16-ounce glass of water before a meal. The, the, the water is going to make you feel fuller. Um, another one that Alana taught me was veggies most. I love this one. Uh, make sure you're eating a well-balanced meal, which consists of mostly veggies, You know, because the fiber is really going to help you out. Uh, add in a lean protein and some fiber-filled carbs. And you've you've got yourself to feeling good, and you're, you, the the cravings aren't aren't happening as much, you know. Especially if you've changed those triggers that I'm happening. Dinner and done. Kitchen is closed. I I love that one. Um, and if, like I said, if you could store unsalted, you know, unsalted nuts and dried fruit uh, in your in your desk desk drawer to have as a healthy snack that's convenient, or even do the like the bullet blender or some sort of little small portable blender if you can do that. I don't know if you you might have little uh, cubbies that you're right, working right next to each other. They might not appreciate that when they're on a phone call, but um, for me that worked perfectly. So I ask you, what what are some other triggers that you have that we can talk about on this podcast and help? people through what you can do is go over to your email and email the subject triggers to perry tinsley at gmail.com and let me know so we can solve those together and if you want some more simple strategies on how to manage stress 
go and grab my free success habits master list. It's packed with routines, rituals, tips to move you from feeling chaotic, overwhelmed, and stressed out to feeling grateful, healthy, you know, healthy, happy, focused, fulfilled. It's absolutely free. You can download that at morningsuccesshabits.com. That's all I have for this week. I thank you so much for coming in and subscribing. And please, if you can get out there and just share it with somebody that you know could benefit, that would absolutely rock, my friend. You absolutely are amazing. Thank you so much. And if you can get over your podcast app and leave an honest rating or review, man, that would be great. That's all I have for this week. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.